Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give the show a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for fellow Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's mini episode is blessed with, with the presence of Jess Zade, who hosts her own amazing podcast called The Real Housewives of the West Side, which is all about pop culture, Bravo, health, wellness, literally anything you could talk about. You know her, you love her from past episodes of Bravo Happy Hour, where we've broken down House of Hilton, which was a three-hour journey, in addition to four months of reading for both of us, because I don't <laughs> think I, either, I've never done a bigger book report, literally in my entire, and we didn't even finish the book, both of us. <laughs> I know, we only, we only read the first half which is even more sad <laughs> I like have a list of the books I've read every year and I put House of Hilton on there even though like in my heart of heart like I know I didn't finish it <laughs> it's okay we only read the part that counts exactly that's all we care about we also have done a comparative analysis of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills versus the Real Housewives of New York pilot episodes which was iconic also a great episode Go back yes. and check that out. And then we have an amazing episode coming out on my feed on Monday, which is all about the shady-ass legal drama happening in Beverly Hills right now. Um, <laughs> Real Housewives Happy Hour. <laughs> we started this fun new project called Real Housewives Happy Hour, where we once a month, we sit down, we kiki, we talk about whatever we want, but we're both obsessed with Beverly Hills and New York, so that generally, <laughs> like... Kind of revolves yeah. around those two. Generally, yeah, kind of, yeah. The legal issues on Beverly Hills was like an amazing episode. It was. I went pretty deep, like maybe a little too deep. I swear, you have like a monocle uh, up to your eye <laughs> and like one of those like double hats, like where like the rims on the front and the rims <laughs> on the back. Like you are truly a detective. It's terrifying. I'm gonna order like the glasses from Amazon. <laughs> I could, yeah, I, could, I could see in like a year you're like, okay, I picked up like a few like um, professional courses at UCLA in detective work. Um, I realized it's like actually my true passion. <laughs> I'm going to be working for like 2020. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, you guys, I've got some real info. <laughs> she started on her own podcast. Now she's the host. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Well, let's just jump right into news. Obviously, we have to start in Beverly Hills. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum Kim Richards 
If you guys, uh, you remember Kim Richards. She was from seasons one through seven, took a, took a long nap for season eight, and then came back as a friend of on season nine. She is being sued allegedly for not paying the ghostwriter of her upcoming tell all book. So a woman named Allison Baker claims that she was hired by Kim to do some work relating to writing. Nikki Hilton used the same. <laughs> ghostwriter so i guess she runs in the family she must know a lot of secrets as allison chick seriously and you know that i as soon as he sent me this i got on it to on my one of my super secret um information portal (laughs) (laughs) you're like talking about the dark web right (laughs) um i pulled up no problem on um, this case. Allison Kingsley Baker, uh, DBA Allie Kingsley Baker versus Kim Richards. And by the way, I pulled her up on Facebook and um, apparently we have eight neutral friends. <gasps> Who are they? Are they anybody cool? Um, like, Wait, hold on. I got out of that. I mean, window. I don't know Let your friends. See. So like, why am I even asking? Well, I, I think. Wait, hold on. Allison Kingsley Baker. Oh, and I would also like to point out um, that. Let me see if it's like anyone you would know. Um, okay, well, one of our mutual friends is a soul cycle teacher. And then so the she's other into people fitness. you wouldn't really know. But I would like to point out, and I'm going to send you this photo just privately. Her, she has a, her cover picture on her Facebook is um, from her wedding, I'm assuming. And she's in a wedding dress that is essentially a replica of a Denise Richards' latest wedding dress. But Allison Kingsley Baker did it first because apparently her <laughs> wedding was last February of 2018. Oh, my. Allison did it first. You heard that here. Allison did it first, you guys. <laughs> So Kim is saying, my client refuses to pay me despite our signed contract and a job well done. As for how much is owed, the defendant owes me 10K per contract for the work I performed. However, I will just settle with what I will just settle for just under what she owes me. So I would do anything for a tell all book by Kim Richards. Obviously, I think we obviously have talked at nauseum about this family, but they've got so many juicy secrets, so many fun stories that I'll take any more information I can really get. 100%, 100%. And I also just have to point out as I'm looking at this um, court paperwork right now, um, because I'm a legal analyst now, um, apparently under the section where it says the plaintiff claims the defendant owes and then you put in an amount, it says $9,999. So I'm not sure why she didn't just put 10000 She's like, I don't want to really turn Kim out with the, with, you know, the whole 10K. Let's just keep it in the nines. Like what? And then under the, uh, there's point A that says, why does the defendant owe the plaintiff money? She wrote, my client refuses to pay me despite our client, our signed contract and a job well done. I like how she's like patting herself on the back while also demanding money. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And this is filed in the Van Nuys courthouse. And I would just like to point out that, um, Allison Kingsley Baker, 
lives closer to me. So I don't know why she filed this at Van Nuys. I guess because Kim lives in the Valley, but I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> Brandy Glanville tweeted earlier this year saying to Kim Richards, she, uh, tweeted earlier this year saying, I love you and good night at Kim Richards. Can't wait for your new book. Hashtag juicy. F- hashtag finally spilling the tea. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder how big, uh, how little Kathy is going to feel about this. I mean, little Kathy probably is going to get a good at it. I have a feeling Kyle is probably like shaking in her little boots. Oh, shit. It's all going to come out. And hey, maybe, you know what? Maybe I should just like friend this Allie Kingsley Baker girl right now on Facebook and be like, hey, if this book is what I think it's going to be, maybe it'll validate everything that we said, one, on our House of Hilton episode and everything that I've said on my Patreon. Which is what? We can't talk about it because it's on the Patreon. Oh. <laughs> you like do this to me. Like you dangle fun stories to me. And I'm like, I, ca- I got so much shit to do. I'm like, I can't listen to your fire Patreon. <laughs> no, but I, t- I tell you, I just cut it out of the regular podcast. Hot damn. Oh, well, I mean, God knows there's a lot of skeletons buried in that closet. I'll read any book that comes out. And the fact that she did help Nikki Hilton write one of her books, that's pretty interesting. And I wonder if I could find any other books she's written. I wonder, or if she's just simply like a <gasps> Hilton Richards. Oh, I have an update. Uh-oh. I have an update. Okay. Do tell. Do tell. Her, her Facebook page on May 30th, she put a post on her Facebook saying, now hiring, colon, an illustrator, an artist who's familiar with illustrations and books. This is a well-paid job for a published book. Your what ass knows Kim Richard is writing a kid's book. Are there going to be illustrations in this book? She's like, draw a photo of my mom drunk driving. Um, in to, a limo. Yeah. With like mul- smoking a joint. Yeah, multiple black men with her. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm excited for this one. This is gonna be amazing. Um we're definitely gonna have to do a deep dive on this when it comes out. Hopefully this lawsuit isn't gonna ruin it. I mean, Kim is not able to pay someone ten thousand dollars out of pocket. Like I think I could say that No. Like confidently. No. No way. There's I don't know where she maybe Kim was like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, I am going to pay you 10 grand, but like after I get the advance from my book, maybe that's like what Kim was thinking. That's probably what she was thinking because she definitely could sell a book. It's not like publishing companies aren't willing to like oh, give her sure. a platform. But I can't for see them sure. being like, remember when like Lena Dunham got like a book advance and everyone was like, $3 million for her stupid memoir? Like I'd pay $3 million for Kim's. So, oh, 100%. If she 100%. was like yeah. truly open and was willing to like mention it all, like when Brian Moylan came on my show and we were talking about like his time writing with Erica Jane, he said she was very cognizant of the things she was saying and was very right. calculated in the things she was saying. Where, you know, to read a celebrity memoir, like what you kind of want is like the juicy tidbits, like kind of the shit that. You can't just see watching the show or, you know, reading articles about you. Like you want the stuff that is really about you, like in a earnest way. Exactly. And I feel like Kim Richards would, you know, kind of open up and just let everything hang out. Well, she kind of has always been open about obviously having a difficult childhood. We talked about on this show how she opened up about 
you know, being sexually assaulted growing up and, you know, being so young and famous in Hollywood kind of during this like very glamorous time, you know, For shit sure. happens and she's definitely seen a lot because you don't, I mean, we talked about this again so much, like, you know, you don't make choices like her without, you know, kind of being a little damaged and obviously everybody's damaged in their own way. However, I think right. Kim is probably carrying a lot of burdens on her back. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, well, speaking of unfortunate people who are also were carrying a lot of burdens on their back, Captain Lee from Below Deck, which is the best show in the world if you guys aren't watching, his son, Joshua Lee Rossback, actually passed away this past weekend. He was 42, which is pretty devastating. I so know, I saw that. Captain Lee wrote a really sweet post on Instagram saying, we laid our youngest son, Joshua, to rest after 20 years of struggle. He's finally succumbed to the demons he fought so hard. Addiction is an insidious disease that knows no social status or geographical by or no or geographical boundaries. Whether you live in a mansion, double wide trailer, a path of death, destruction, devastation, it leaves the same remains behind. We loved him unconditional. We were proud of the man he became despite of his problems. We both feel a hole in our souls that will never be filled. For those who have a friend, family member, son, daughter who's struggling, do whatever it takes to get them help. Be kind, loving, spend every time with them love captain and marianne which like that is truly so devastating like to have to watch your youngest son pass away before you like i can't even imagine the pain that's awful yeah that's that's so sad and i don't know how do they how do they differentiate between um if it's an accidental or like intended overdose do you know they didn't really mention it on here and i couldn't really find anything online about that but i think so many times like you know people in my own life obviously have not really been to that extent but have had friends who have overdosed and been you know in serious situations like that and i think it's just like you know some a lot of times people like haven't done drugs you know maybe he didn't do heroin or whatever he was doing for three weeks and then he does it and goes back to doing the normal amount that he was used to doing and like that can kill you so so many things with drugs where it's like you might not necessarily think you're going to be dying but you end up just kind of overdoing it or something's laced with something and then you just kind of end up you know dead right terrifying yeah that makes sense well it's kind of like what happened with dennis Exactly. It's like he was drinking a cocktail of all of these different Mm -hmm. drugs and pills and probably drinking and, you know, you never know what'll happen. And then, yeah, you pass away and it's like, what? Like drugs are fucking real. Like, yeah, even like, you know, Xanax and stuff like that. Like people are so flippant to talk about stuff like that, especially, you know, these drugs where it's like, oh, well, it's helping my depression. Oh, it's helping my back pain. It's like, yeah, but prolonged usage of that stuff does create like genuine habits. Yeah, oh, totally. I felt so bad. Kate Chastain, who is the chief stew on all of uh, on all of Captain Lee's boats, reached out to him via Twitter, saying obviously she was so sad, and everybody else who's like a big player on Bravo also kind of weighed in, saying that they were so sorry. So that's like really bummer news, but that's what we got to do in this show. Got to report. You got to break the hard hitting news. Truly, someone's got to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I feel really. <laughs> I feel really terrible for them, and I'm thinking about you, Captain Lee. Thinking about you. Well, I don't. My segue right here is atrocious. 
totally different, (laughs) truly the worst, totally different news coming out of the OC. Shannon Bedore has finally come out on social media about her new boyfriend named John Jansen. Classic, classic name. Amazing. So she posted all these kissy, kissy photos of the two of them. She definitely looks like her love tank is full. I'm. I'm pretty happy for her. So according to outlets, they both graduated from USC, are California natives. He has three kids of his own. He also is a partner at an insurance firm. So I wonder if his insurance firm has competing business with Vicky's Kodo Insurance. That's a very good question. I wonder, number one, what type of insurance he practices. And yeah, two, if he and Kodo have had any crossovers. That would be very interesting. You know Vicky's going to be like, I met him at a conference <laughs> and he tried to sleep with me eight years. Like, you know. Like, 100%. 100%. I right. know. I know. Oh. But I am I'm so happy for Shannon. I She looks great. She, you know, she's like working out. She has her food on QVC mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, go Shannon. Like, fucking David fucked it up, you know? And now she can like literally throw it in her face, which is or his face, which is amazing. Exactly. And she does look really good. She's all over the internet saying she lost 40 pounds, which is pretty crazy. But I think that's what, like, you know, she lost, you know, 180 pounds when she dumped David's ass. So I was just proud of that (laughs) weight loss. But totally, totally. Yeah. uh, She looks beautiful. I thought Shannon never, like, looked very fat. You know, I, I hated watching that on TV where. You know, she was clearly, clearly, clearly struggling like so deeply. And it's like, girl, you look beautiful, like chill. But I guess obviously easier yeah. said than done. Right, right. Totally. Yeah. And I think that that's the other thing. Like we're all worse critics on ourselves than more than like other people, you know? Absolutely. I'm trying to find like who this guy is. And the internet is like not – I'm like, why don't you have a LinkedIn? Shannon. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I don't know, he's kind of, he doesn't really have any, like, news about him or anything, which I guess is a good thing, because I think it's better that she has, like, a more normal dude versus, you know, someone that, like, wants to be in the spotlight or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I think I might have found him. Oh, I did find him. (gasps) He has 12 connections on LinkedIn, so he's very popular. (laughs) He is a vice president at Wood, Gutman, and Bogart. <laughs> Did someone okay. make that up? Ooh, they are more than just insurance brokers. They're passionate advocates. Same. Wait, what kind of insurance brokers are they? Let's see. Uh, our mission. All right. I want to get some fucking insurance. Like, maybe I just call the office. I'm like, hi, may I speak to you, um, Mr. Jensen, please? Thank you. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, it looks like they do, like, business insurance, 
uh, I don't know. They do insurance. Insurance is so fucking okay. boring. I'm like, oh, uh, they're liability, uh, general auto. Like, <laughs> like who cares? <laughs> oh Whatever. It's insurance and he has a job. Okay. Exactly. Like, that's, that's good. Well, good he has a job now. I'm, I don't think Shannon is as naive as Nikki, Nikki, Vicky is. <laughs> I would I would feel comfortable saying that as well. I feel comfortable that Shannon has her wits about her and that it would be pretty difficult for her to get duped by someone like, say, a Brooke. Yeah, I feel like Shannon has, like, real people in her life. Like, I feel like Shannon has, like, friends and family who, like, care about her mm-hmm. in a genuine way. Whereas, like, you know, Vicky, like, really ha- I kind of felt like she kind of had no one so it's not really surprising that she like meets this guy who kind of like takes her on this whirlwind romance and then she just like okay. ditches her friends her family everybody in her life for him it's like you know it's not a good man for you when he's literally making all of your friends hate you and your family hate yeah you. exactly exactly yeah your daughter hate you like no <laughs> or like when your daughter won't even be in the same room as him <sighs> I forgot about that, like how he was like trying to, he was like being like sexual with her. Like, I can't remember the context. Ew. Yeah, it was, well, did it actually happen on the episode or did she come out later and say it? Or no, she, uh, Brianna said it on an episode. No, she said it on the reunion. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, she was sitting across from Brooks and she was like, I don't remember what he said, but she was like, you said blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I never said that. Isn't that when she also said, oh, you told my husband that I, that he should hit me if I like mess up or something? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fucking gross. Oh my God. I can't with him. Such a pig. Brooks Ayers, wherever you are. Piece of shit. She's probably like wearing like a wig somewhere in Orange County, like trying <laughs> well, to. Well, like, you know, he's not got his seen. new teeth now. So, well, exactly. He's got new chompers. He's got the he got the housewives glow up. <laughs> is it, wait, is, didn't Vicky sue him still for the money that she spent on all his like improvements? Oh yeah. Wait, let me go back to that. I definitely reported on that like a couple of months ago, where it was like her being like a hundred eighty grand in. Um, yeah. Unpaid. I'm like, wow. And I, I think she was have, saying, like, like, basically, I invested all this money in him and I didn't get to, like, reap the benefits or whatever, which I think is hysterical. But it's also like, babe, you can't have relationships like that with people. Like, you can't be like, hey, like, I'm going to pay for your teeth. I'm going to get you a new car. I'm right. going to get you all these new things. And, like, maybe you should... <clears throat> like love me unconditionally it's like no that's not how love is like those are gifts those are gifts which shouldn't come right. with like strings attached like oh you have to be faithful like yeah exactly like you and also like a man who's willing to like accept that stuff from you and not be like oh no 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 like I will pay my own way and stuff like come on like that's a that's a red flag right there I'm looking back at my notes from episode 40 y'all we're at 65 uh Brooks was (laughs) thanks accused of (laughs) taking a hundred a hundred eighty five thousand dollars worth of shit from her and now he's living in French Lick Indiana ew like Okay, is that near Indianapolis? I don't know. Let's see where French Lick is. This show has gone off the rails. French Lick? Like L-I-C-K? Yeah, French Lick. (laughs) It's not a French kiss. It's a French Lick. Wow. Yeah, it's a small town in southern Indiana known for its mineral springs and Brooks Ayers. 
Can you imagine? On like the Wikipedia, it's like notable people. It's like Brooks Ayers. As I like literally go down. I would not like doubt that. (laughs) I'm going to add it to their Wikipedia. But. (laughs) (laughs) Also like beware if you're house hunting. (laughs) Seriously. Well, speaking of, I'm actually going to just talk about that Katie girl getting engaged because we're talking about like new love and then we'll talk about the abyss. Well, speaking of other people who are evidently in love, Katie Ross from the Rojas Ice of Potomac recently got engaged to her fiance, Jesse, after just five months of dating. So Katie was on the first season of Potomac, and then she came back this season for season four, kind of like as a friend of capacity. And it's been good. I've liked having her on, but it's always like dark as fuck when you kind of read about these types of like very quick relationships. So she has three kids from her first marriage. And was, like, with another guy in November of 2018, and they were supposed to be expecting a child, but then she had a miscarriage. All of this crazy shit was going on on Instagram. She was posting truly insane photos. Like, she posted this one photo of, like, her on the floor with, like, blood all over her, and she was like, I had a miscarriage. It was like, babe. That's a little bit too much. Yeah, there was, like, tons of comments on it, like, from her cast members being like, Katie, delete this and pick up your phone. Like, please, like, please, you should not be doing this. So, this supposedly, this couple met in late February through a mutual friend, uh, and she was obviously recovering through her miscarriage, so she was, like, uber vulnerable. She has said, since we've met in February, we have only spent a single night apart. Like, is that healthy? Yeah, that's a little um, codependent and, like, also kind of, like, red flag situation. Yeah, I never understand when you move so quickly, especially she has three children who she doesn't have custody of. So you kind of would think she'd be making, I mean, maybe... Better decisions. Yeah, better decisions or, like, not trying to, like, (laughs) introduce, like, a new man into their life. But, I mean, who knows? I'm happy for her. Her ring is really cute. It's like this sapphire. Her ring is so cute. I know. I'm like, well, she's getting like a really super cute ring. So, like, who even cares about who this guy is? Like, It's totally cool, guys. It's totally cool. We're, like, just talking about how Brooks is, like, truly, like, a master manipulator. Like, literally does the exact same thing as, like, this Jesse dude. Like, they meet and immediately spend every single minute together. And then they, like, get engaged and they move things really quickly. And I'm like, Jesse seems like a great guy. Like. <laughs> history is gonna repeat itself but i'm hoping you picked out that, a really cute ring yeah i'm like it's sapphire which is my birthstone so <laughs> well speaking of other shit that is going down in potomac if you guys have been watching the show i usually don't talk about things that are happening like on the show in the main news cycle every show in every episode of my show. However, I had to talk about what was going on in Potomac. So, Jess, you're not a Potomac head, right? A Potomac head? Is that what they're called? That's the, what I the call fans? them. <laughs> Instead of being like a parrot head for Jimmy Buffett, you're a Potomac <laughs> Exactly. A pothead. Oh, my God. A pothead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Can you please start that trend? Done. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, Potomac, if you're not watching, I obviously suggest everybody go and watch. But this season has been really crazy. Actually, on episode one of this show, we talked about the, like, breaking news story that Michael Darby was getting arrested for, like, sexually assaulting one of the cameramen. And it's really cool because now at the life cycle of my show, 
it's starting to be where like things that are actually happening in the news that I've reported on are actually happening on screen. So it's kind of like a fun fact if you're a Bravo happy it's a hour. Full listener. circle moment. Yeah. So it's been cool to watch it on screen, but obviously like they've been talking about it like as the girls are just kind of like gossiping, gossiping about it. So we didn't like know if anything was legit, but then this week fucking Bravo outdid themselves. They showed like B-roll footage that they just kind of had. The cameras were just rolling and they don't have like the image of Michael touching the guy's butt. But all, all of a sudden you kind of see like a situation where he's like clearly like walking behind the camera guy and the camera guy is like, don't touch me. Don't stop. Don't touch me like that. And Michael's like, what? What? Like he like doesn't understand. He's like, I'm only pinching your butt. Like, mm-hmm. What's the oh dish? my god! So that was pretty crazy. And then there was another situation where, like, Michael is literally like shouting at someone, saying, "Like, I didn't touch your butt. I didn't touch your butt. Come on, I'll get a beer. Like, let's chill." So it's like very, very blatant that he's a creepazoid. Like, it's not the first time we've seen him act like this. But obviously, he had to make a statement. Mind you, him and his wife just had a baby two weeks ago. Oh my god. Timing couldn't be worse for this baby's like new life to be starting. But also like season one, there was a moment where he pinched the butt of that girl, Katie's boyfriend at the time. Earlier this season, he got wasted at a party and said he was gonna suck some guy's dick. Uh, <laughs> literally, like, and then another time this season. He was like, oh, yeah, I was going to go up to Ray and squeeze his ass. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, and I don't care if you're bisexual, if you guys have an open relationship, like, do you. That's totally fine. But then when obviously this camera person's coming up and, like, having to leave their job because they're reporting you, like, you're making them feel uncomfortable at a workplace. Like, it's completely out of hand. And so Michael made a statement to People Magazine saying, He's such a piece of shit. He said, on one hand, I was amused by the production company's amateurish attempt to affect the viewer's opinion by showing video that clearly does not show any improper action. And with another video that was taken four hours later by a different convert, blah, 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 blah. On the other hand, it shows the level people will stoop in order to get ratings. This is a serious situation where an employee of the production company tried to take advantage of my wife and I, making up a story to profit from it. The fact that the production company appears to endorse his actions by splicing together disconnected and unrelated events in order to also profit is really scary for people in my position. Michael, no, the thing that's really scary for people in your position is are people like you who are old, rich, and white. It's touching ass at work and not getting fucking in trouble for it. Like, imagine, like, this has been seen, obviously, so much in Hollywood in the past few months. And, like, in the history of our time, men taking advantage of people. But the fact that, like, then he's like, yeah, this camera guy really wants attention. and He's a real culprit. Yeah, this, like, poor dude is, like, 100% not, like, needing attention, like, negative attention as like for Michael Darby touching his ass, like you think he wants that? Like people don't yeah, re- people don't report assault to, for nothing. Yeah, he's gross. He needs to go. He is canceled. And then he's canceled. 
<laughs> obviously bravo like made a statement on twitter saying pertaining to michael darby scenes in last night last night's episode there were no manipulation of audio or video the footage has been aired depicted events exactly how they occurred like my dude bravo is shady as fuck we all know that and that's what we love about it however they're yeah. not going to frame you for sexual assault like what yeah exactly that's like no that's ridiculous also, like, you're still on the network and you represent the network. Bravo wouldn't want that out there. Like, Bravo would never intentionally do right. that to someone. Right. That's going to make them look bad. God, these people are so blind. And the fact that, like, his poor wife, like, just had this baby. And, you know, this guy is just a known creep. And, you know, she's never going to get out of this relationship. At least she got the kid, and now she has 18 years of money. So maybe that's yeah, sweetens that's the deal a little bit. <laughs> well, a funny little crossover that also happened with A Real Housewives of Potomac and A Real Housewives of New York, OG, happened this weekend. Ramona Singer and Giselle Bryant both attended uh, La Croix Hot in the Hamptons Luxury Luncheon in the uh, back on July 27th and things got pretty messy so naturally have you seen this video circulating on Instagram I have yeah Ramona at her finest oh my god so in the video they're obviously like under this tent at some like gifting event or whatever and Ramona is there with ex-co-star Kristen Takeman from Real Housewives of New York and Flaviana Matata who runs a foundation to help Tanzania Tanzanian women get educations. So, uh, so Ramona, Kristen, and Flaviana, again, sorry if I'm saying her name wrong, were like trying to take a photo together. And Giselle was in the photo, and you just hear and see Ramona literally push Giselle out of the photo. <laughs> like, I wonder if Ramona even knew if Giselle's a housewife or not. Like, I, I couldn't tell. She probably did it. I mean, I feel like if you're not on, even if you are on Ramona's radar, like if you've met her multiple times, I feel like she would just be like, what was your name? Like, <laughs> yeah, like zero. Well, I think Dolores Catania, like 20 episodes ago on this show, we were talking about how Dolores from Real Housewives of New Jersey, like met Ramona at some party. And Ramona was like, who are you? I literally don't know you. And Dolores is like, we've met. Yeah. A handful of times. Multiple like. <laughs> times. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Ramona is just such an asshole. So she says she just wants a picture of the three of us. She's saying, do you mind? As she shoes Giselle away, which is so rude. And then Ramona puts the cherry on top. She posts the photo of just the three girls with the caption, amazing. women supporting other women. Like... <laughs> There couldn't be anything more on brand. If this ever gets brought up or if like Andy ever brings it up on Watch What Happens or whatever, you know exactly what her um, statement's going to be. She's like, okay, well, I'm sorry. That was, you know, it was day cloth day. I shouldn't have done that. I learned my lesson. I don't have to do that next time. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, that's going to be her response. That's her response to everything. She's like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, okay. I loved like at the reunion this year where they did like a retrospective of like all of her yes. times on the reunion where she's like, I don't know, Andy, I'm going to try to change. Yeah. I don't know. I Why know. am I like this? <laughs> they were like, dude, look at your history. Look at you at every reunion. It's the same thing. And then didn't Andy even say he was like, but then you do it again. <laughs> well, it's like it's who she is. Like she literally can't not be an asshole. It's just so 
deep in her blood that like right right that's who she is well and bethany said that didn't she she's like i mean ramona like we know that like that's that's your jam that's like we know what we're gonna get from you so like didn't bethany even say she's like it doesn't honestly doesn't even face me anymore because we that's just like who you are and instead of like taking it as an insult like a normal person would ramona's like okay well thank you for acknowledging that like (laughs) I know. I Ramona's just like glad to be acknowledged by Bethany. So sad. I know. Like, oh my god, dude. Like, relax. So oh funny. God. Well, that actually brings us to the end of today's episode. Jess, where can people follow you and find you and listen to your awesome show? Well, thank you. Yes, um, thank you so much for having me. By the way, I um, I hope I didn't go off on too many tangents. Oh I my tried god, to rein it in. even you know um, how bad <laughs> we did get on LinkedIn like a few times. <laughs> yes, if you Megan's been on my podcast many times, and as you know from listening, we get off on a tangent or two. Um, but yes, my podcast, The Real Housewives of the West Side, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and the, um, my social media, I tried to make it shorter. So instead of at the Real Housewives of the West Side, it is now at Real Housewives of the West Side. I took off a whole three letters for you guys. Wow. Three um, letters. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm that nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find me and listen to me. And, um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to plug. All right. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.